Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good evening and welcome to After Fact here on Claremont's Community Radio. It's our weekly trivia quiz game and this week it is a very different episode because we have not our usual three versus three team format but we have thrown the doors wide open tonight to anyone who wants to come in and play and I suppose um, I should say that uh, it hasn't turned out uh, very even in terms of numbers so we'll go and meet uh, everyone very quickly. Uh, We don't really have time for everyone to have a chat with me tonight. So we're going to do this in kind of a school roll call fashion. <laughs> so let's go and say hello to Andrew Newman. Hello. And uh, Phil Mansfield. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Dan O'Malley. Hi, John. Dave McBrien. Hi, John. <laughs> Frank Tobin. Hi, John. Patrick Carty. Hi, John. Carol Cronin. Hello. Garrett Kingston. Hi, John. James Bonsell. Hello, John. James Conroy. Greetings. Happy birthday, John. Thank you very much, James. And (laughs) Bernie Osgood. Happy birthday, John. Well, thank you again, Bernie. And uh, is that everyone on blue? Did I miss anyone? No. Okay, good. That's good. That's our 11 members of the blue team. Now we'll say hello to tonight's players for the red team, starting with David Klein. Hi there, John. Good evening, David. Gary Stevens. Hello. Ed Coulson. Hi. Uh, Michelle Coyne. Hello. Michal Coyne. Hello. <laughs> In the background there. <laughs> David Finn. Good evening, peoples. Okay, David. Classy. All right, that's everyone, I think. Did I miss anyone? Did I miss anyone? Speak now or forever. Hold that piece. Okay, good. Wish everyone the best, especially the Reds, who are playing at a significant numerical disadvantage. Uh, 11 to 6. <laughs> Sucks to be them. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, as I always say, when teams are a player or two down or whatever, that's the game to win. You know, that's the one that'll really sock it to either side. I mean, imagine if it's them and they lose with all that extra players. Like, how embarrassed would they be? Okay, let's get on with the show. And oh, well, we've always got to say hello to our um, August scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy. Seriously, we have no time for this, John. All right, Clancy, sorry about that. Okay, let's get on with the show. Okay, so we're on to our usual round one, and it is, for the sake of consistency across the series, still got six questions in it, uh, three for each side. Now we're going to use a random number generator here to see who's playing. I've given all the players a number before we kicked off, so let's see who's playing. Reds are going to be up first, so who on the red team is going to be first? It's going to be player number two. For the red team. Yeah, bring it on, John. That was Dave Finn. All right, Dave, here you go, your mm-hmm. question. How many times was the letter M included in the title of the 1993 song, which was the biggest chart hit for Canadian rock group, the Crash Test Dummies? Was it A, nine times, B, 12 times, or C, 16 times? Oh, I'm, I'm humming and home between one or two. Um, because 
I'm ninety percent sure, but do you know what? Given there's eleven against six, <laughs> let's let's get a point. All right. Um, so you're bringing in your team, all players. of them. All the uh, other five members of the Reds can come in, and I, guy, I, I'm singing in my head, and I can't remember if it's twelve or sixteen. <laughs> there's there's four. But how many M's spell that? Mm. I think there's four in each. Four or three. Mm. I think there's four in each as well. I think it's sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I think so, yeah. Okay, so you're yeah. going to say... I remember six, being kind of ridiculous. 16 M's in the title of the song. Okay, here we go. That is incorrect. So. so we're going to offer this across to the blue team, all of you, and uh, you've got two remaining it's options. Is it 12. 9 M's or 12 M's? It's definitely 12. There's four. Yeah, 12. It is, yeah. It's correct, yes. There were... Four repeated, mm, 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 but they were all using three M's in each spelling. All right. Okay, across we go to the blues themselves, and we're going to use the random number generator. And it's player seven for the blue team is up. Who's that? Patrick Carthy. Oh, that was nice for the blues. How'd that, how'd that work out well? Okay, here we go. And he's wearing a blue top and all, just to really, really be... Representing. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> all right. In 2000, who succeeded Bill Gates as CEO of tech giant Microsoft? Upon his retirement from the position in 2014, he moved into sports and purchased the LA Clippers basketball team. Your options are A, Paul Allen, B, Steve Ballmer, or C, Larry Ellison. Uh, Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer, he says. And you know what? He's right for two points. Well done. Yes. Ballmer is rated as the world's fourth richest man currently, or person, with a, somewhere in the value of $76 billion to his name. So he could afford to spend two billion something on the LA Clippers. Small change. All right, cross we go again, back over to the red team. And now we're going to be dealing with player number three. Who's player number three in the red team? Michelle, is it? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, Michelle. What was the surname of Pete? Professionally a comedian who had success as a travel writer in the years before his death from cancer in 2004 at the age of 53. His two best-selling books, which explored Ireland and the Irish diaspora around the world, both featured the surname in their titles. So what was the surname in question? Was it A, Murphy? Was it B, McDermott? Or was it C, McCarthy? I think that's McCarthy's bar is one of those books, so McCarthy. Correct. Well done, two points. Yeah, you're right, one of them, McCarthy's bar, and the other one was called The Road to McCarthy. So he was Pete McCarthy. Okay, back over we go. Blue team. Player number eight. That's me, Blue. Yes. Hello. <laughs> okay, James. It's a bit of a quiz chestnut that the flag of Mozambique is the only one to include an image of an AK-47. What other item, officially a symbol of the nation's agriculture, crosses the machine gun on the flag? Your options are A, a hoe, B, a sickle, or C, a pitchfork. Uh I honestly don't know. I'm going to confer with vexologist Carol Cronin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can confer with everyone on the blue team. You don't need to uh, nominate so sure specific. Nominate Carol. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a sickle. Yeah, yeah reckon it is. Definitely. Okay, you're going for the sickle. So I'm afraid to report it's incorrect. So I'll cross oh. we go. Back over to uh, the Reds. I thought it was a hole before he read the answers. I didn't hear. It. Sorry, John. Can you repeat what the two options Mozambique. are? Mozambique. Yeah. So yeah. Remaining options are A. Ho, or C. Pitchfork. Oh Jesus! It'd be well known if there was a pitchfork and an AK-47 <laughs> on the flag. 
I'm with, I'm with Shelley there. Okay. I, I, I thought, what do you think, David Klein? Um, I'll go for a hoe. <laughs> it, okay, <laughs> go for a hoe. Well done, right? That's correct. Yes, yeah, there is indeed. The pitchfork in AK-47 would be <laughs> so well known. All right, final person from the Reds is going to be, let's see, what number are we going to get this time? It's gone two, it's gone three. We've already had them five. Person five, who are you? Oh, that would be me. Red five, right, Gary. Okay. The Republic of the Marshall Islands, an island country in the Pacific Ocean and an associated state of the United States, has the largest portion of its territory made of water of any sovereign state. How much of the Marshall Islands is water? Or how much of the area that is the Marshall Islands? So you've got options here. A, 85.5%. B, 91.4%. Or C, 97.87%. 97.87%. I'm going to guess nobody on our team is, is going to know the answer to this. It's going to be guessing one way or the other. So I might as well guess. We might get an extra point if I get it right. So go on. Um, I'm going to go for 97.87%. He's going for 97.87%. Yeah. That's correct. Gary. <laughs> okay. And so the final person to play will be on the blue side. And the random generator says it is player 11 on the blue side. Ooh, that's me. All right. Dan. What type of folk plays performed by troops of amateur actors, traditionally all male, can be traced back to at least 1296 when the festivities at the court of England's Edward I included some along with musicians and dancers? Options available here are A, mummers, B, minstrels, or C, madrigals. Hmm. Well, okay. So trying to eliminate some here. So a minstrel, I would associate that as being a person rather than a type of event. Um, a madrigal, I always thought was like a piece of music. So if there was nobody else here and I was just guessing by myself, I'd go for mummer. So the question is, do I trust myself enough to go for the two and try and stay in touch or, you know, risk uh, ignominious failure? This is like a soliloquy suitable to a piece yeah. of amateur um, drama. You know what? I'm just let's just go for it. Okay. For the crack. You're saying I will go for Mummer. Mummer. And it's good for two points. Well worked out. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Mummers or Mummery mm-hmm. is the name of that. Uh, troops of amateur actors. Okay, that's the end of the round. Let's go and check the scores with Clancy. Blue team five points. Red team five points. Okay. So the sides are level. Because the sides are level and the reds got first go there. It'll be the blues up first for round two and this is our connections round in this round i'll give the teams two pieces of info they can tell me what links them to tonight's theme they will get three points if they need to get a third or fourth piece of info that's fine but they're playing for two and one point respectively wrong answers no matter when we'll see all four pieces of info given across to the side who could get a one point bonus if they give me the right answer blue team your first two pieces of info are the day that never comes and one Metallica, I think. I think they're both Metallica songs. Oh, well, I, I know one, but I've never heard of the first one. Yeah, no, the other one definitely is. I'm just trying to think, is it a specific album then? <clears throat> well, M is the theme, isn't it? So yeah. Metallica's a good shout Well, like the, the, the Black Album is called Metallica if they're on that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can't remember which album that. Uh, what, hang on, isn't one on uh, Master of Puppets? No, it's, it's 
No, it's later. It's not on. I don't think it's on the Black Album either. Uh, but if, if both the songs by Metallica, fairly sure they're both. Yeah. Why the Lightning then? Maybe I don't know. But, yeah, but, but, that yeah, would be another one. Is... Master of Puppets and uh, Enter Sandman are probably the next ones. I'd imagine if. Yeah. Yeah. I just go. I just go with Metallica. So then, yeah. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. Okay, you're yeah. playing Metallica. And that's good. Yeah, well, well done. Nice Great work. Well done, Patrick. The man knows his Metallica. So yeah, it was all just going to be charting hits, charting singles in Ireland by Metallica. We had The Day That Never Comes was from 2008, reached number 14. One was from 1989, reached number 12. Uh, Sad But True was going to be next. That was 1993, number 13. And finally, Enter Sandman would have been the number four hit of 1991. Well done, you got three points there in about 1.5 seconds. <laughs> okay, across we go. Reds, you're up. You get... Waves and Supernova. Waves. Waves. Nothing to do with music. Waves or waves? Waves. Waves. Yeah. Waves. No, that's Supermassive Black Hole, so Mm. Supernova. Yeah, he wouldn't do two (laughs) bands, would he? (laughs) He would, but he isn't. (laughs) Sometimes the way I'm discussed in this program is if I am some sort of malevolent. Yes. That's because you are. <laughs> I'm right, yeah. I very much, I very much would like to dispute waves, that. Waves, 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 waves. It's too, yeah. It's too, it's too, it's too generic at the moment. Uh, he said waves, so I wonder Mexican waves. M, I don't know. I think What's supernova. Mexican supernova. No, <laughs> I bet you it's a cocktail. Or something. It's a wrestling move. <laughs> I think I've eaten one of those. Yeah, that's, the same. that's what I get after eating mix. Um, Let's see your Mexican wave, or no doubt. Um, I, I'd say, look again, safe than sorry. I, I don't want to pass them anything because no, well, we're not going to no. say Mexican anyway. So. I, I, I feel at times like we're, we're like we're one, you know. We're basically taking on all the eggheads and there's one of us. Okay. Let's take the next one. All right. We've got Waves, Supernova, and Flatbeat. 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 So that's that Flat Eric. Remember the little puppet? It's... Oh, <laughs> Remember the song? Yeah, flat, Flatbeat by Mr. Ed, I think Mr. Edzo or Mr. Edzo. Was the name of the person, but that's that's going from Metallica, biggest band in the world, biggest metal band in the world, to this guy who had a song once. That, a, um, that, what was that an ad for though, as well? Like that was was that not a car ad? A Levi's yeah. or what was it like? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it could be the ads because what, what a series of ads, but I don't. Yeah. But no, it's not. It's wrong. M, it's Sony. Like. No, it has to be something yeah, with M. Sony. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's hardly. It's, no. No, it wasn't a car. Flat Eric th- wasn't a car. Definitely not. It was something aimed at me because I was very interested in it. <laughs> so I was not in car buying mode at that time of my life. It was definitely something either clothing <clears throat> or food or drink. Okay. I'm flat beat, flat Eric, Mr. I think it was Mr. X. Oh, God. No, it's nothing's coming. Nothing's coming. Like it's not McDonald's. I don't get the other two clues though. Unless they're like, no. I no, we look. Might as well suck it and see and okay. take the next one. Any, anything one. from our 
David Klein, Ed? No. 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 I think the Levi's thing rang a bell. Like I think yeah. it is what it was that or Wrangler or something. It was. I think yeah. it was. Jeansy, but I don't. Oh, I, but I, maybe I, none of I, them start with. But oh, who was the who yeah. was the who was the Flash Eric flat beat by who, Dave? It was Mr. So it was Mr. Edso or Mr. Something like that. It's just the guy, it's the only song the guy had. And that, like I say, I can remember the puppet. I can the song is now in my head for the rest of the night. But um but I, I can't remember he's I cannot remember what it what exactly was. And like unless, I say, it's the only thing puppet. I know him for. So that's true. Okay, I'd say go for the fourth. Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. With waves, supernova, flat beat, and broken wings. Not Mr. Mr. Oh, they're all Mr. Mr. They're all Mr.s, aren't they? Yeah. They're all, they're all, they're all songs by people called yeah. Mr. Oh, that yeah. sucks. That correct. <laughs> Does, yeah. That sucks. Come <laughs> on. Okay. You're right. They're all songs by people called Mr. in the act name or whatever. Broken Wings was 1985, Mr. Mr. Flatbeat, Mr. Wazo. Wazo. Wazo or whatever. <laughs> Supernova yeah. was 2009 hit for Mr. Hudson. And Mr. Hudson. Well, at 2014's Waves, who could forget it? Number three hit for Mr. Probs. P R O B Z. Who could forget it? Whoever knew it. I'm stating now Paddy Duff is responsible for us not getting three bots because the rest of us know any music since 2012. In my case, 2000. Okay. Right, back over we go to the blues. We have Daniel Rosenfeld and Marcus Person. P-E-R-S-S-O-N, Person. Rosenfeld and Person. Hmm. Either of those names ring a bell for anybody? Doesn't ring a bell for me, I have to say. No. There, there could no. be um, alter egos of people. Oh, sorry, it could be the original names of people of alter egos. No, they're just yeah. not familiar at all to me. Oh, a second name rings a bit of a bell, but it's just such a generic oh, Scandinavian type person. name. Oh, what's, what's the Minecraft guy's name? Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, Mojang. Oh, could this be Minecraft? Yeah. That would be good. His name, Mojang's name, is real name is something like that. Yeah. I thought it was Magnus person, but I could be wrong. Oh, I would guess, yes, please. Uh, John, could you give us both names again, please? Yes, Daniel Rosenfeld and Marcus Person. Yeah, Marcus I don't know about that first Marcus name. Person is not far off, is it really, Dave? If that's what you're thinking, uh, it's not. The only the only thing that gives me pause is a uh, so the Mojang, the company. They're a Swedish company, and Daniel Rosenfeld. That does not sound like a Swedish name. That's reasonably yeah, Swedish. Could be. Yeah. How do you spell the other the second guy's surname, John? Daniel Fahrenheit was Swedish. Yeah. Uh, Rosenfeld is a Jewish name, so. Yeah. Um, I I, but, but I wouldn't be sure enough to go for for three. I think we should take a piece of information. We'll, we'll I, I think that's right. Okay, yeah. here comes piece of info number three: Daniel Rosenfeld, Marcus Person, and Enderman. It is Minecraft. It is Minecraft. Sorry, guys. <laughs> should have had some confidence. That's all right. No, no, it's relentlessly grind them into the ground by <laughs> <up> these points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we had Marcus Person is the initial developer of Minecraft. Daniel Rosenfeld is a, a collaborator of his. He's the guy who creates all that music. If anyone's ever been anywhere in a house where Minecraft has been playing, it's just this repetitive 
kind of procedurally generated music, but it is recognisable of his style. So he's the composer of all the music in Minecraft. Enderman is a famous uh, mob or character in there. And the fourth clue, which was already mentioned, would have been Mojang, the company they founded. I think I, I, I was sure in my head it was Magnus. That's what, that, that was what made me hesitate not go for it too much. No worries, that can happen. Okay, final question of the round is for the Reds. And here we go. The current president of South Korea and the 54th chapter of the Koran. Moon's guy. People called Moon. Now, what have we got? The current president of South Korea and the 54th chapter of the Koran. I'm not, com- I'm not confident, but Moon springs to mind. Because Moon is definitely a Korean name. And it's not impossible the chapter of the Quran would be would be the moon chapter, but I would be iffy. I wouldn't I wouldn't be more than seventy five, maybe not even sixty percent confident. It's just the, the most logical I can come up with off those two. Moon. Maybe we need a third. It's a bit. Or we could just go big and go. A long shot. <laughs> I don't know. Like we're going to lose anyway, so we might as well lose the start. <laughs> Such defeatist yeah. talk. <laughs> come on, like, come on, be realistic. I stand by my eggheads comments. <laughs> we, are, we are, we are, we are, but we can be, we can still do this. We can still do this. I, I look, guys, if we're going to go big, we might as well go big. Go big. Go yes. big. All right. Come so, on. what's your no. big answer? No, Gary, Gary says no. Is... Gary says no. <laughs> Gary says no. Hang on. Gary says no. Gary strongly feels it's not moon. Go it? ahead, go ahead, but you know. You don't think it's I'm right. Disavow. Gary's getting in with the. Uh, he's ready for no. an "I told you so" moment. You not think it's do. right, Gary? You don't think that's right? Okay, John, can we get? The I next think it's a bit, a bit of a, a bit of a long shot. All right, let's, let's get the next clue, please. Sure. Okay, we've got the current president of South Korea, the fifty-fourth chapter of the Quran, and Frank Zappa's oldest daughter. Yeah, it's Moon Unit. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll take it all back. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. And can that's we, can two we just points. go back to, you know, five seconds? Yeah, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we go down, we go down to get, we win together, we yeah, true. make an extra clue together. Team Red. <laughs> okay, uh, we had the, the current president of South Korea is Moon Jae-in. The 54th Surah of the Quran, Al-Khamar, is the moon. Frank Zappa's oldest daughter, as I think David said there, was is Moon Unit. And uh, final clue you didn't need was uh, Sam Rockwell, who starred in the 2009 film Moon. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go over to Clancy and check the scores after that. Blue team 10 points, red team 8 points. Okay, so we have a small gap, but it's not a big one. It's only two points. Lead for the Coming Blues for you, as we go on to round three, the audio round. So we're going to go with uh, red team are up first because they're slightly behind, and here comes the first piece of music. Beauty had always missed With these eyes before Just what the truth is I can't say anymore Cause I love you That's one for the kids, anyway. <laughs> that's the Moody Reds. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Moody, Reds. Moody Blues, Knights and White Sap. Yeah, yeah, correct. Two subsequent questions on that for you. This song is taken from the group's 
1967 album, a release that is cited as one of the first examples of progressive rock due to its fusion of orchestral and rock elements. What is it called? But I'll give you a clue. It is almost the exact title as that of the seventh installment of the X-Men film series. Oh, so it's going to be Days of Future Past or something like that, guys, isn't it? Because that, Believe me, because that's the only I one. Because I don't watch the X-Men movies, but I do know the titles. And <laughs> you have all prog rock albums. Classic quiz play there, titles. Dave. <laughs> yeah. All prog rock albums have ridiculous <clears throat> titles. That's true. Okay, so give me an answer. Okay. Well, he says almost exactly the same. It's not exactly the same. Well, there is an X-Men Days of Future Past, isn't there? Yeah, but he said it's almost, the album name is almost exactly Days the same. Days of the Future? No, it would be your Future's Past, would definitely be old. I... Oh, past with like SSED, per chance. <laughs> well, now, all you got to do is uh, suck it and see, as uh, Dave said earlier. <laughs> yeah, come on. I, I do think Days of Future Past all right. is... Fair enough. Okay. You're playing it? Spelling. That's correct. <laughs> and You're right about spelling. Exactly so. I yes. Want <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to go on record. If the Moody Blues inspired the X-Men, that's a whole <laughs> sub-genre in and of itself. So the it's Moody Blues album fiction. is Days of Future, P-A-S-S-E-D. And uh, uh, the X-Men film is Days of Future, P-A-S-T. But they're that close. Okay, one more. Justin Hayward, the group's lead singer and the writer of this song, reached number three in Ireland and number five in the UK in 1978 with the song Forever Autumn. This version was originally released on Who's debut album. It released that same year. It was a musical retelling of H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn. What are you saying? Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn. Sorry. Oh no! What? Brutal. Oh, Jeff Wayne. Jeff Wayne. Uh, uh, blues. What are you saying? Uh, it's going over to you, Blues. It's Jeff Wayne. Easy to make. Jeff Wayne. Jeff Wayne. Jeff Wayne. Jeff Wayne. Thanks, Chris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, ELO's Jeff Lane Jeff had nothing it. to do with it. Uh, well, he might have had something to do with it, actually. Now, for all I know, but yeah. he, he, his name wasn't over the door. It was Jeff Wayne. Sort Jeff of. Wayne. <laughs> Okay, okay, it was going so well there, but uh, mm. little slip up, Ronnie Rosenthal-esque moment there in front of me. <laughs> and uh, we're going. All right, we've probably got the uh, 2019 hip hop. Please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gareth has never got over. Were you cascaded uh, that night, Gareth? You've never gotten over that. Uh... <laughs> I've never got over that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, here comes the first piece of music for the blue team. The artist, and what's the it's it's Maloko, isn't it? Maloko, yeah. Maloko. Time is now, I think it might be yeah. called. Yeah. The time is now. It's not, it's not sing it back, is it? It's, I think no, it's no, not. no. It's, it's the back. time is now. By time. time is yeah. now. And the time is now for one point by Maloko. Correct. All right. Two questions. Which singer-songwriter, originally from Arklow in County Wicklow, was one half of Maloko and sang the vocal on this track? First name's Roisin, isn't it? Roisin Murphy. Roisin Murphy. 
think she's Motion Murphy, isn't she? She is. Is yeah. Motion Murphy. Maloku's breakthrough song was 1999's Sing It Back. The song experienced chart success after it was remixed by which German music producer? As a form of barter for the remix, Roshi Murphy later co-wrote and appeared on this man's 2001 single, Never Enough. Hmm. Oh. I don't know that one. Not Starlight. German um... producer. Struggling to think of any uh, German dance producers. Never Arman Enough, Van... John. Was, was ne- that what it was called? Yeah, Never Enough, 2001. Van Helden's not German, is he? Sounds more Dutch. Sounds more Dutch, but you never know. Mm, Daniel Fahrenheit can be Swedish, maybe. (laughs) Van Helden could be German. Um, That's the best thing that comes to mind for me. All right. Is that what you're playing? This isn't just Cascada again. (laughs) (laughs) Surely not. Wouldn't that be very funny if that was the case? (laughs) I think we've nothing better, do we? No. Very good one. Okay, so you're saying... Uh, Armin van Helden? Armin van Helden. <laughs> Afraid not. Across we go. Potential bonus to the Reds here. If you know the name of that German. If in... <laughs> Come on. Um, you're lucky because I kind of am a bit of a fan. It's Boris Dugosh. Oh. There you go. There you go. It's correct. Oh, I was hoping... John, John, this is for the extras, but I was hoping you'd ask for the first album. <laughs> <laughs> I know, come on. <laughs> so yeah, Boris Lugash, or I would have just accepted Boris D, his second initial, because he goes by that as well. So uh, that's a good steal of a point back there for the Reds. So uh, Reds, uh, Europe next. Okay with that, guys? Uh, yeah. Echo Beach. Echo Beach. Martin Muffins. Yeah. yeah, I agree with them. <laughs> you know anything else about Martin the Muffins now, lads? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Could yeah. tell you a thing. You would have to bring the buzz down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two questions. Here they come. From which country did Martha and the Muffins hail? Oh, the group was founded there in 1977. Canadia. Yeah. It's from Canadia. Canadia. <laughs> <laughs> Upper Canadia. Uh, that's correct. Canadians. They're yeah. Canadians. That was the only thing I knew about. Oh, well, that was, do the lottery tonight, David, because I can. Okay, <laughs> this one's a bit tougher. Which Australian singer, whose only chart hit in Ireland is 2008's Sweet About Me, recorded a cover of Echo Beach? which was then used as the theme song to an ITV soap opera of the same name. There's at least three parts of that question I know nothing about. <laughs> How's an eight? Mm-hmm. So nothing about me. Nothing. That's, <laughs> Ed Coulson is singing the song in question. So you're, you're wrong. You're so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, which Australian singer, whose only chart hit in Ireland, is the one Ed is singing right now. For uh, she recovered a... Ex- Cover of uh, Echo Beach, which is used as a theme tune to an ITV soap opera. Hey, there again, Ed. She goes, Sweet about me. There's nothing sweet about me. Yeah, yeah. He, he knows, knows it. Like that. He definitively knows the song. Sweet about me. But yeah, it's like, obviously, 
the <laughs> register of her voice might be slightly higher than mine. <laughs> I never heard it before, unfortunately. And I never knew there was a, I never knew there was a sitcom or a soap opera called uh, Echo Beach. I've heard of Echo Island. That was on TG Carr. Echo Beach. I, 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 could, I could thank Ed because now Flat Beach is no longer the song. <laughs> um, Echo Beach starred Martine McCutcheon and Jason Donovan. Fact fans. I saw that earlier today. Say that again. The, the soap opera starred Martine McCutcheon and Jason Donovan. How is this not still running? <laughs> sounds like such a, yeah. That is royalty uh, so. Sounds like a winner. Australian, Australian lady singer. Yeah, yeah, I need to return you back to the point of the question, please. Mm. Is, is no, Delta Goodrum Australian? She is, but I, that, yeah. was, that was the only, but I, I don't think she sang that, but hey, better than anything I have. Yeah. Let's go for that. Oh, I accidentally hit the right, but it is the same, that's the button I would have hit in a second or two later. So I'm afraid it's wrong. <laughs> that's a bit presumptive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going across. Blue team, please unmute yourselves. And if anyone has any offers. Dan, Dan. Gabriel, show me. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. That's correct. Who was it? Gabriella Chilmi. Like C-I-L-M-I. Chill me or kill me. Again, kill me, thinks Ed. He should have known that. Paddy Duffy would have been all over that one. The legend of Paddy only grows the longer he stays out. Okay, final piece of music is coming up and it's for the blue team. So here we go. My friend said you were a bad man. I should have listened to the back then. And now you're trying to hit me up again. Nah, 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 nah. I'm over That was by Mabel, wasn't it? Yeah. There's Mabel. Things called Call Me Up by Mabel. Oh, good shout. Yeah. I'm going to prompt on that, Phil. Sorry? Prompt. Oh, right. So the title's not quite right, is it? Oh, right. Okay. Is it Don't Call Me Up? Don't Call Me Up. Don't Call Me Up. Don't Call Me Up. I couldn't let you have Call Me Up, given that is the exact opposite of the title, in which she says, Don't Call Me. So there we go. Nice one, Phil. Well done. Well, kind of. Well, well, all yeah, right. Let's see how much more Phil knows about Mabel. Not oh, I know one more fact. Uh, this could be that fact. Here we go. <laughs> I blew out, so. <laughs> In September 2020, after featuring on Clean Bandit's song TikTok, Mabel scored her seventh chart hit in Ireland, overtaking her mother, who had scored six during her own career. Who is she? Nana mm-hmm. Cherry. Yeah, Cherry. Yeah, exhausted my maple knowledge <laughs> <laughs> all right well we've one more don't call me up was produced and co-written by which english songwriter and musician after scoring his first hit with 1991's i want to give you devotion by nomad he has since contributed to 30 number one singles in the uk charts including flying without wings by westlife the shape of you by ed sheeran and symphony by clean bandit but who is he? Oh, no idea. It's probably should know him, but I don't. Um, I think I want. I, I don't know if it's a songwriter, but I think I want to give you devotion. Was Nomad featuring MC Mikey Freedom? 
if that helps. If that's his name, I've no. Uh, I, he was the featured artist on it. I don't know if that, that he was a songwriter. Well, you said contributed to. Does that mean sang on, co-wrote, produced? Basically, I mean, uh, the writer, or in some cases, both writer and producer of. So that's not necessarily a performer. Yeah, Mike Freedom could be it. Less it could be. To be known as Nomad, isn't he? Um, as a writer. Um. I, I don't really know any directions in like flying without wings. No idea. Yeah. The only one I know much about is is the full artist for I want to give you the version. But. Well you've half an ocean, Dave, that's half more than I have, yeah. so yeah. yeah, go for it, Dave. Okay. Nobody else? Well, let's try it. Mikey Freedom. Mikey. Oh that's rubbish, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David is is it's very good knowledge. Indeed, uh, I want to give you devotion is Nomad featuring MC Mikey Freedom. I've just looked it up here, but no, he's not the person we're looking for here. Okay, so uh, final potential bonus point of the round for Red Team. Again, a bit like Dave, I only really know the first one and none of the other songs linked together. And the first sort of English sort of producer of dance tracks back then, there was a load of them. There was people like the guy and a guy called Gerald, and there was the, all that thing. But they were a bit. That's a bit more poppy. So unless it's stock, the only other ones apart from Stock Cake and Waterman um, is a guy called Steve Stevie Mac. But I have no idea uh, beyond that because like that's one song, and I cannot link anybody involved in that scene to Westlife, Go unless Louis Walsh went under a very strange pseudonym. <laughs> Go for your guy Mac. Oh Walsh. No, not Walsh. No, Louis Walsh did not. No, no, no. I don't think Dave really <laughs> meant Louis Walsh there. Your guy, your guy, Mac. What was his name? Mac. Stevie Mac. But yeah, but I cannot link him All to right. Ed Sheeran. Are we saying Stevie Go Mac? For it. You might as well. We don't Stevie have anything. We've nothing here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well nice wow. one. But that's Paddy Duffy. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I will admit that. Only because if you hadn't mentioned, I want to give you devotion, not a hope. <laughs> yeah, that's but our man, Steve Mack, aka full name Steve McCutcheon, is the record producer and songwriter who has is still going strong in his career uh, after almost uh, 30 years and still banging out the hits as well. Okay. No relation to Martin. <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Uh, let's go over to Clancy and we check the scores before we take our ride break. Blue team 16 points. Red team, 14 points. There we go. Break even on that round. It's still a two-point gap. We're going to be going away. Take our quick ad break. We'll be back in about two minutes' time. Uh, please do not go away. Hey, it's After the Fact here on Clemars Community Radio, the weekly trivia quiz game. And we are at the halfway stage of our 13th and end of the first half of the series episode. And uh, after three rounds, the blue team which is massive and huge and should be winning by a lot is up by two points they're on 16 and they're up only ahead uh, of the red team who are really the plucky underdogs tonight and deserve all the support of all neutrals everywhere who are on 14 points so let us get on to the final round to see how this all shakes down it's our 20 questions round in this round the team that is in will get asked a question if they get it right they get a point and they also get the next question this can continue until at most five in a row have been answered correctly in which case they will have to give control of the game over, but they'll get a bonus sixth point for that achievement. Wrong answer, though. We'll see it go across to the side. who could get a bonus on the one that's missed, and we'll get the next question as well. 
So, uh, Reds, you're trailing, so you're up, and here comes your first question. Which city hosts the Australian Open Tennis Championship, the Australian F1 Grand Prix, Australia's most prestigious horse race, and the grand final of the AFL? Must Melbourne. be Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. I'd also question John. Actually, that's not true this year. Come on, <laughs> take the point. <clears throat> Man has had to get points. Take the point. I'm, this show is for posterity, Dave. They'll be listening to this in years, and it'll be you know, world will be back to normal. Normally, normally, yes, yeah. normally it does. It's just not this year. Well, it did host the tennis, uh, yeah, and it did it probably. Did they get the Grand Prix out of the way before the? Lockdown. They got the horse racing as well. The horse racing, yes. Yeah, well, so. right, it'll literally have had them all by the end of it. Yeah. Right. Next question for the Reds. What word from ancient Greek is used for any learning technique that aids information retention or retrieval in the human memory? Common methods include short poems, acronyms, initialisms, or memorable phrases. Mnemonic. Mnemonic. Several different pronunciations there, but I think you're on the right line. And it's a mnemonic. Correct. Mnemonic. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Richard Melville Hall is the birth name of which American musician, songwriter and performer? A pioneer of dance music in the early 90s, he found commercial and critical success with his fifth album, Play, from 1999. Moby. Moby. Moby is right. Correct. In 1965, Malaysia expelled what now sovereign state? Much shorter question than we used to. That's an by your son's John. That's an extremely short question. Well, there you go. The odd one, that curveball. The the question there. In nineteen sixty five, Malaysia expelled what now sovereign state? Um. Okay, so let's look. Malaysia is Malaysia leads into Singapore, but Singapore is Singapore is oh Christ. It's Brunei. Attached to Malaysia or something. That's not in the in the well. Huh? Yeah, it is. Brunei Jerusalem, but I thought that would have been a sub. I think that's tied it. That's so. Um, Malaysia, Malaysia is the peninsula. Brunei is on an island. Well, they they, they oh, share yes. New Guinea. There's yeah. no way the, the nearest country I can think of to, to them would be Singapore, but I don't see how they would expel Singapore in '65. No, well, I think well, Singapore was always independent. Yeah, I'm, I think Brunei is Brunei is better answer than Singapore. Yeah. I have to admit, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not confident. On it. Okay, what are we saying? Yeah, Brunei. You got Brunei. Yeah. I'm afraid it's incorrect. So over we go. Blues, please unmute yourselves. You're getting in now, and you can is, start with potentially a bonus on this one. Is it me involved? I, 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 no, I'm I playing with the Singapore was my yeah. instinct. Because did, did the founding leader of Singapore die in the last couple of years, which would kind of equate yeah. to yeah. six years? Singapore and Malaysia were definitely a federation at some point. I didn't think they were actually expelled, but they, they, they definitely split. I have to admit, I was 50 50 between Brunei and Singapore, but they've helped me mm. eliminate one. <laughs> they've generously helped you out there, David, yes. Okay, so what are you going playing, guys and lady? You happy with Singapore? Singapore. Singapore, yeah. Singapore yeah. is correct. Yes, they were they were a single uh, federated country for two years between sixty three and sixty five, and then Singapore was expelled from. Singapore Airport is in Malaysia. Oh, Singapore unwillingly became an independent country, as I understand it. All right, uh, so Blues, next question for you: 
Named after the mother and daughter who developed it and published it in 1944, which introspective self-report questionnaire claims to indicate differing psychological preferences in how people perceive the world and make decisions? Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. Because it's correct. Full name is the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, but uh, commonly known as Myers-Briggs, and that is right after those two ladies. Next question. With 19,009 inhabitants per square kilometre, which European principality is the most densely populated sovereign state in the world? Monaco, isn't it? Monaco. Yeah. Monaco. Correct. On the 7th of July 1994, German research group the Fraunhofer Society released L3ENC, the first piece of software capable of creating which format? Which year was it? 1984. 1994. And Fraunhofer is spelled F-R-A-U-N-H-O-F-E-R. Which brings to mind. That would be around the right era for it, wouldn't it? I think, yeah, the encoding would make sense. And yeah, I thought that was Sony or something like that, but no, you might be right. Sony's compact disc. Yeah. Okay, so what are we playing? MP3? MP3. MP3. That's right. Well done. Yes, the Fraunhofer Society still held the copyright for MP3 right up to 2012. All right, for five in a row and the bonus. Located between Killary Harbour and Duloch, here in the county of Mayo, where I am standing, uh, what is the name of the highest mountain in the Irish province of Connacht? Will Ray. <laughs> that didn't take long. It's crap. Will Ray gets you two points. All right, cross we go to the red team. The MG Car Company was founded in Oxford in the 1920s, best known for its open two-seater sports cars. MG also produced saloons and coupes during its history, which ended with its parent company going into receivership in 2005. What did the letters MG originally stand for? Morris Garage, is it? I don't know. Yeah, it sounds right. Anybody else, folks? Morris Garages? Yeah. I don't know what mic on that one. That rings a loud bell. Okay, Morris Garages. He's right. Well done. Same mic, well done. Yeah, same Morris as things like the Morris Minor and the Morris mm. Austin. Okay, next one for you. Which large country of uh, roughly 1.5 million square kilometres is only bordered by two others, Russia and China? It's very close to sharing a border with Kazakhstan, but doesn't, even though it's only 37 kilometres away from it. Which country are over there? Mongolia. Mongolia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's correct. Yep. Uh, which 1987 recording collective formed by the groups A.R. Kane and Colourbox only released one commercial record, the hugely influential UK number Mars. one record, Pump Up the Volume? Mars. M-A-R-R-S. Mars. Okay, no holding back there, David. That's correct. Mars. Pump Up the Volume. Pump Up the Volume. That's it. That's it. Okay, next question for you. Which British technology conglomerate was initially founded as a racing team by a New Zealand-born racing driver in 1963. Is it McLaren? We, do you think? It must be McLaren because because the uh, uh, the only one I was immediate. I didn't realise he was New Zealander because the only other one that immediately sprang to mind is wrong. Is it, it can't be right in an empress. Are they a technology firm now though? I think they'd have to be given. They would be more an engineering technology firm than anything else. <laughs> the only, yeah, if it's Formula One team, it must. Mm. There's no. Well, Mike, Mike, 
Do you know any other Formula One teams beginning with M, Mike? Because, yeah. yeah, McLaren. All right, play something, please. Mercedes. Yeah, it's Mercedes McLaren, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. It wouldn't be Mercedes, though. <laughs> That's correct. Well done. Okay, for five in a row for you guys. Michael Stafford, a singer-songwriter and rapper who was born in London in 1990, but who moved to County Wexford with his family at the age of four, is better known by which stage name? His debut album, Lonely Are the Brave, in 2012, reached number three in the Irish charts and number two in the UK. Oh, this is going to Is it? Me. Is it uh, like one of the, either Mango or Math Man? No. No, not for me. I've heard this guy. I've heard him interviewed. Ah, oh, hell. So what kind of artist? Like a dancer, rapper? You say, you say he's a rapper. Rapper. He's a, he's a, yeah, yeah, he has a very strong Wexford accent. It is bizarre. It's really very good, but I'm having a... I just cannot pull the stage name from... Uh, Kojak's is the other big guy, but he's not old enough for that. Is it Kojak? Kojak? No, it's it needs not, to be an no. M anyway. No, oh, sorry. No, I don't know if he does begin with an M. I think he does. That's the theme. I think I've got rag and muffin in my head. It begins with M. That's the theme of the quiz. Yeah. So, <laughs> so does Michael. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's not Minuteman. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, what heard... was the other one you said, Ed? There's a, there's a duo, Mango and Mathman. But they're like, no, as far as no, I know, they're I've Dublin, seen... you know? I've seen those. I've seen. I've heard those guys. They're they're two dubs because they actually do. They do. They do. They have a video on the dart. So and but I mean, if have, you move to like you could move to a country at the age of four, you're going to sound. Yeah, but you're not going to. You're not going to. You're not going to. You're not going to develop a strong Dublin accent in three years moving from Wexford. Um, well, then again, um, no, I think I've no. I think he's different. I think he's. Oh. I'm going to have to ask you for an answer now, please. Nothing here in Galway. Yeah. I definitely have heard this and I'm going to kick myself when I hear it. Can't remember. Go with whichever one. Which one do you think is best, Ed? Most likely. <laughs> mango. I, I don't know. He's going with Mango. I think in the duo, like I think Mango does the rapping and Math Man does the production. All right. Okay. But You're playing. Guess. I, can't, I can't come up with an alternative. So yeah, Mango is perfect. Mango. Fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid that's wrong. Okay, across we, across we go to the no, Blues. I couldn't remember. I can't remember at all, and I've heard it. So Blues, you've make... heard the question, unless you want me to repeat it. Uh, you could get a bonus and get started here. I have something for this. Um, Maverick Sabre, I think the guy's name oh. is. Oh, yeah. I never knew his that's real name, name, but clearly yeah. Maverick Sabre, <laughs> that's no one's birth name. So <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed, correct. Maverick Sabre is... Uh, uh, all around County Mayo, people are going, I'm called Maverick. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guy called Wayward Cutlass. Yeah. <laughs> I said I would kick myself when I heard it. Yeah. Okay. So now, Blues, your next question. Former political prisoner Win Myint, M Y I N T, has served as president of which nation since March 2018? Whilst officially the head of state, he is seen as an important ally and placeholder for the state councillor who was acknowledged as the actual head of government. That must be Myanmar, wasn't it? Aung San Suu Kyi being the councillor? Oh, yes. That's good yeah, I mean, I mean, that was my first thought. I'm, I'm just trying to think if there's, if there's any other possibility. But, um, John, could you spell, spell that name? Yeah, his first name, W-I-N, and second name, M-Y-I-N-T. Win Myint. 
Yeah. Sounds kind yeah. of Burmese, what do you reckon? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think I'm going to go up with anything better. That was very much why I think anyway. Okay. You're okay. saying? Myanmar? Myanmar. Correct. Yes, that question yeah. danced around the identity of Aung San Suu Kyi and didn't mention her. Right. Next one. Originally scheduled to be a normal theatrical release, Walt Disney Pictures eventually premiered which film? A live action adaptation of a 1998 film of the same name on their streaming service Disney Plus at the start of this month. Mulan. Mulan. That didn't delay too long. That's correct. Uh, here's another short one for fans of short questions. With a population of just under 9 million people, which is the largest city in North America? North America. Mexico City. Mexico City. Mm. Okay, that's correct. Well done. Not the population, they're higher than that, but it must be just the. Yeah. Whatever they call that, the, the metropolitan area yeah, versus area. One, two, three, four. Fairs for five in a row. Which graphic adventure puzzle game designed by Robin and Rand Miller was initially released on the Macintosh in 1993? A surprise hit, it is acknowledged as a key promoter in the adoption of CD-ROM drives and sold more than six million copies across various platforms. Minesweeper. No, it's, uh, it's a game Mist? I played way back in the day. Mist. M-Y-S-T. Correct for two points. Well done. And that kind of puts the show to bed, but we've got three questions left, and therefore the red team. Well, certainly this first one is anyway. Contemporaries referred to the empire founded by Babur as the Timurid Empire, whilst internal, the internal designation for their own dynasty was Gurkhani. By what name is this empire that controlled much of South Asia between the 16th and 19th centuries better known? It's the Mughal Empire. Mughal. Mughal, 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 Yep, I take either the ways of spelling it or pronouncing it. Mughal or Mughal. Multi-instrumentalists Andrew Van Wingarden and Ben Goldwasser formed which pop and rock band in 2002? The original name of the group was The Management, but this had to be changed as it was already in use by another group. MGMT. Is that MGMT? It is MGMT. Correct. And the final question of the night, worth uh, surprisingly five points, uh, is, <laughs> 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 is this one. This is a long one now, so sorry, settle in. Which widely used hash function, producing a 128-bit hash value, was designed by Ronald Rivest in 1991? Flaws in its design were revealed as early as 1996, with security researchers at that point recommending other algorithms such as SHA1 to be used. However, as of 2019, research showed that one quarter of widely used content management systems were still using it for password storage. One for the web developers uh, the only there. Hash function, uh, the only hash function I can think of that begins with M is MD5. So I'm guessing it's that. Certainly not in my area of expertise. I'm happy to go with Gary's. Yeah, Gary. Okay, Gary, MD5. Gets you the well point. Gary. Well done. Well, that was an excellent quiz. Uh, real high scoring one too and uh, let's go and see how the scores stand at the end of it blue team 28 points red team 24 points so it's a win for the blue team all 11 of them <laughs> on 28 points and it's a moral victory for the red team true it's not an actual victory well, you know, you know what you can do with your moral victories now. 
Gentlemen, you're both winners, but in a more accurate way, Barney is the winner. So, <laughs> congratulations to the Barneys here. That's the blues. Uh, thank you, everyone who came along and took part tonight. I really appreciate that you did. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. And uh, we'll be back in, well, sometime in 2021. I'm guessing sometime around May we'll be back. <laughs> for everyone at home, thank you for listening as well. Happy Christmas. And uh, <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> All the best for the new year as well. Podcast Extras is always be coming up just after the team film. But for me and for everyone here and for everyone who couldn't even make it tonight, thank you for listening and goodbye. And we'll talk to you in 2021. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Right. Bye. 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 Oh, look, Patty Duffy's turn up. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast extras. I'm just looking down at the the attendees list so far, and by my count, there are ten blues and five reds. Fair. <laughs> Sounds fair. <laughs> Come on. I'm already there. So I don't know where the rest of the red team. Let's see. Tom Mead sent me Button. an apology and Bob Cox sent me an apology. Okay. Uh, well, in fairness, the reds are well, oh, well ahead in the league table. So they obviously feel complacent. Complacency. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. There's seven and a half, four and a half ahead. Did Blue play a uh, man down at least once this season? We'll, uh, we'll, tonight. we'll just deal with no. the hand we're playing, guys. <laughs> Quality, not quantity, anyway, right? Right. Now, I'm... I've written a regular round one, so it's got six questions in it. And I'm tempted to do a random number generator. If I give you all a number, and then yeah. the random number generator will decide who is the player for the question. And then, well, if they have to confer, everyone can take part in conferring. But in terms of... Um, Who's uh, who's actually? So hold on, I just give everyone a number. So just I'm going to call these out. So in turn, Dave Klein, you're one. Thank you. Dave Finn, you're two. Oh. Mike and Michelle, you get three and four, whichever you wants it. Okay, and I'll just do all the reds here. Is there anyone else left for it? Gary, you're five, and Ed, you're six. Okay. Which, which team is just because she doesn't have red or blue in the name? Which team is Carolyn? Carol's in blue. Carol, we're going to rename you for the sake of clarity. Carol would like to be a red. <laughs> Unless she likes to defect. Come on, Carol. No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, okay, so now blue uh, numbers. Uh, let's see, we're, as they are in front of me here. Frank, you're one. Carol is two. Gareth is three, Andrew is four, Bernie is five, Dave McBee, you're six, Patrick, you're seven, James, you're eight, Phil, you're nine, James, ten, and Dan, eleven. Actually, I miscounted. There's eleven blues in the room. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I think you said James. Oh, two James. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, didn't, you didn't say which James was which. Oh, hang on. Yeah. yeah. Let me see. How about I'll be eight? <laughs> All right. Can we just decide. Yeah. And okay, Paddy James is too. All right. Just guilt texting Paddy Duffy here. <laughs> oh, okay, Clancy. Sorry. Oh, right. Rude. Let's get on with the show. So instead. John, just to interrupt. We can't hear Clancy, and I couldn't hear anything. Oh, that's easy. I'll fix that. Last time I was here. Tricky, you onto it in chat, but it didn't work. Okay. 
Okay. I mean, I only came here for Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he said now. <clears throat> Pearls of wisdom. What he said is is very apt, given what's just happened. So here we go again. Let's rewind the clock. Okay, before we get moving, let's say hello to the final member of the team. It is, of course, our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Seriously, we have no time for this, John. Sorry, I lost connection. Oh. Seconds. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. the time of your question you lost. Oh, sorry. Okay. Did you hear any of it? Um, uh, just the start of the question. All right, I'll go again. The Republic of the Marshall Islands, an island co country in the Pacific Ocean and an associated state of the United States. I'm worried that Gary's frozen again. I think he might be. <laughs> he was. Sorry, the connection went down again. <laughs> it just looked like you were listening so carefully. It was just <laughs> popping in the chat, John. <laughs> Throw it in the chat. I'm going, I'm going to paste it into the chat. Yes, that's what yeah. I'm going to do. Okay, here we go. There you go. Okay, I did. Again. <laughs> I'm going to guess I might get an extra point if I get it right so go on I'm going to go for 97.87% he's going for 97.87% I mean I'm not confident sound sounds like someone's beside a washing machine yeah somebody sounds like they've got a washing machine on the go <laughs> Nobody's a minute. Who looks like they're in the kitchen? Carol. I think it might be Carol. <laughs> I think. I'm not doing anything. Uh, Carol. <laughs> Carol is innocent. Where's Paddy Dawson? I don't. There's no cavalry coming, red team. I don't see it. <laughs> Did he even get my text? <laughs> no. We, we, imagine, guys, if we get all six oh. points without Paddy Duffy. Come on. <laughs> Be positive. <laughs> See, that's better, David. That's better than the negativity that was pervasive there a few minutes ago. So I need to think positive. I thought we were more than two points down, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> that one is known in this house as a banger. But who's it by? And what's it called? Uh, that was by Mabel, wasn't it? Yeah. We've it's nothing here. Okay. Oh, okay. Hang on. Some reason that's Nice one. Okay, everyone, I think this is going quite well. I have to pop out and get a glass of water, so I'll be back in a moment. Well played, guys. Sorry about the bumps here. No worries at all. Yeah, don't worry, Dave. None, none of us had anything, so. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. We, listen, you didn't know shout out Jeff Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Wow. I should have. Who did that? Who said that? Jesus. All of us, I think. Three or four of you saying it at once, yeah. 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 So uh, I wouldn't mind, but I always do. And I always collective do. brain fart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I've got to get true. a text from Paddy Duffy. Oh, great. Oh, great. What's he said? He's actually, I actually. Oh, for a second. He progressed. he progressed in Brain of London. Yeah. Oh, so into the next oh, round. What you eat, Ned? Peanuts. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, is it very unattractive? No, no, I'm just jealous. I'd like some peanuts. I think you can hear. No, that's not what's going on because he was muted. Salted <laughs> peanuts always remind me of Christmas because that was the only time we had them in my house when I was a kid. It was at Christmas, salted peanuts. It'd be a bowl of salted peanuts. 
was why was available. that why were they like, unavailable constantly for the available rest? i don't know just like normally food wasn't like openly available it was like <laughs> but at christmas it was it's great so i always feel like it's very festive when i eat salted peanuts <laughs> How long did you live in a Dickens novel? <laughs> <laughs> All right, far five in a row, and the bonus. Located between Killery. No, I, I start counting rights. So you got you got uh, Singapore. So that's one, two, three, four. So now you're on to okay. five in a row here. Okay. Well, I didn't need to pass over one counter. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. That's correct. Where's my bell gone? Yep. There it is. Suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Apologies. <laughs> Contemporaries referred to this is red team. Are you awake? Here we go. We are. Thank you, everyone. That was good. No. Thanks, John. Enjoy that. Can we do this every week? <laughs> <laughs>